Welcome back to the Goal Set Mindset Podcast for a bonus episode coming out in the middle of the week. On today's episode, I sat down with my dad, Jim, after joining him on one of his daily sunrise walks at the beach in Hampton, New Hampshire. It was 25 degrees, windy, but nonetheless, an absolutely beautiful way to start the day. My dad often speaks with me about the impact that his morning walks have had on his mental health and mindset so I couldn't help but have him share his story with all of you. Enjoy our conversation about gratitude, community, and chasing the sunrise. What is going on, everybody? We are live on Facebook and live on the Goal Set Mindset podcast. Dad, thanks so much for coming on my first Facebook Live. Happy to be here. (laughs) Awesome. Hopping on here today because my dad and I just finished up a morning walk at Hampton Beach in New Hampshire, which is something that my dad does every day. And a lot of people are amazed at the fact that he wakes up at the crack of dawn almost every day that you're here when you're not on the road and you get up to enjoy the sunrise. So I'd love for you to start with just a little bit about um, what your morning routine looks like. Well, it's actually pre-dawn. Most days that I'm leaving uh, to head to the beach, uh, it's still pitch black and there are many who would say that's still the middle of the night. Uh, to me, generally, I like to get to the beach an hour to an hour and 15 minutes before what I, you know, publish sunrise. And I begin to see what's, you know, basically the pre-dawn colors. The horizon where the sky meets the water is completely black. You can't tell where that line is. And in a matter of, of truly just seconds, you begin to see a pinpoint of light that begins to expand and within five to ten minutes you have the whole color spectrum. It it almost looks like a uh, horizontal rainbow and as we get closer and closer to the sun actually coming over the horizon the colors get more intense and the light spreads from the eastern horizon and follows you right up overhead into the western sky. In those first few minutes, five or ten minutes, you can look to the east and see the color developing and look to the west and still see it pitch black with stars. So that's always kind of a magical moment of seeing, you know, the end of night and the beginning of day. The end of night and the beginning of day. I like that. And it's pretty cool that you wake up before most of the world wakes up. Like, do you enjoy that kind of sense of calmness and serenity being out in the world where most of what's around you is still very still? Years ago, I read a book that talked about how only 5% of the population will write goals down and go after them. 95 will think about goals, but there's a very small percentage that get up to do that. I, I do like the idea that when I get up and leave, there's very few people on the road at the same time. When I get to the beach, often I'm the only person there for the first couple of minutes. Uh, there, there are probably a good two or three dozen people, uh, like myself, who are there more days than not, uh, but most will show up 30 minutes, 15 minutes before sunrise. Um, I think they miss the best part of the day. Uh, But I I enjoy that that peacefulness, the serenity. Um, There's an energy that you get from being on the water with nothing else moving. Just you, the waves, sometimes the wind. Uh, And then slowly, as that all comes alive, the seagulls show up, other people show up, the light gets brighter, and you begin to see life around you. But for those first... 10 to 15 minutes, which is essentially dark, except for that little pinpoint of light on the horizon that's developing. Um, you know, for, for me, it's a, it's a pretty surreal experience to have. And the fact that it's less than 10 minutes from my home 
is just amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. So everything you're describing is very descriptive, very poetic. Um, and it seems like you're really paying good attention to like what's going on around you. You know, you're taking in the sounds, the smells, the feel, like the temperature. When you first started doing these morning walks, did it take some time for you to really become aware and appreciate like all of these elements? Like, do you feel like you've become more appreciative of those little things the more that you show up at the beach? Well, well, yes, you are, you know, following up on the the title of this, you know, mindset, goal set. Goal set, mindset, but I'll give it to you. That's okay. (laughs) The the mindset that you have going out will, will really influence what you see. And when I, when I moved here and your twin brother was nice enough to spend an entire day helping me move from Pennsylvania up here, we arrived at about 8.30 at night on Halloween in 2009, I'm sorry, 2020. And we got out of the truck and we were kind of standing around, you know, not excited about all we had to move up two floors into an apartment. But I had Chris and his friend Andrew stop for a minute, close their eyes and take three or four deep breaths. They didn't realize it at the time, but I recognized it right away. The air is different. And that's one of the first things that when you walk out in the morning, in the dark, you know, there isn't a lot of light. There's not a lot of stimulation. It's very quiet. That first breath of air, the air is just cleaner. It's crisper. It's energizing. So when I get to the beach and I breathe in that air and you get near the water and you get that little bit of saline in the air, it, it's a whole totally total sensory experience that goes from being, again, very dark, very quiet to just really coming alive. But it begins with the breathing of the air, the feeling of the, the coldness on your skin, and then listening to the sounds of the waves crashing and just feeling the draw of the ocean. Um, I love seeing pictures of lakes and mountains and, you know, here in New Hampshire, we've, we've got it all. We've got the seacoast where I live, you know, 35, 40 minutes in, then we have beautiful lakes. And an hour north, we have some of the most beautiful mountains on the East Coast. Um, for me, it's all about the ocean. Um, I, I love being at a lake, but I could never live at a lake. I love being <laughs> in the mountains, but I could never live on a mountain. I I worked my whole life to arrive at this moment, and it's it's pretty special. Yeah, that's awesome. And I like that you mentioned feeling the cold. Um, today in New Hampshire, for the record, when we went outside, I think it was like 26 degrees. What was the wind chill? Wind chill was 18, which was actually a little warmer. Yes- yeah, warm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yesterday we had a wind chill of 12, and the day before was a wind chill of 5. Uh, so... There was once, and I don't know if it's attributed to Mark Twain or somebody else, but there was a comment made that there is no such thing as bad weather, simply inadequate clothing. So as long as you you dress for the weather, and that's one of my, you know, Julie asked about my morning routine. Well, when I get up, the first thing I do is generally check the, uh, the Weather Channel app. And the Weather Channel app will tell me the wind speed and the temperature and the, uh, you know, the, the feels-like temperature, as I like to call it. And that influences you know how many layers I put on and what I bring out with me uh, I also have a a tide app and the beach that I like to walk on completely disappears at high tide and is about 150 feet in depth 200 feet in depth at low tide so the tides make a difference as to whether I'm walking on sand or the sidewalk so um, the weather channel app the tide app um, and then it's out the door Now, I think it's really special that you get to do these walks at the beach. Like we talked about, it's something that you've always dreamed of doing. 
But do you think that people, even who don't live at the beach, like myself, you know, I just live in like a neighborhood. There's not really too much pretty scenery around me. But do you think that these morning walks can still have a lot of the same impact, even if you're not doing them at the beach? Oh, absolutely. The, you know, get, getting up, there's something about the sunlight. And, you know, for years growing up, you know, I would always see, you know, movies or pictures of these beautiful sunsets. You know, you'd see people standing around in Key West watching the sun disappear into the into the ocean. You would see people out on the West Coast, you know, in Hawaii watching the sun set. And for whatever reason, for me, that never really resonated. To me, sun setting is, is the end. And my life has always been about looking for the beginning. And a sunrise is the beginning of the day. It's the beginning of possibilities. Anything can happen. So I've always been drawn to sunrises as opposed to sunsets. I, I appreciate sunsets, and they're, they're nice to look at, but I don't get the same energy out of a sunset as I do a sunrise. So for me, no matter where I, I live or no matter where I am, I've always been, quote, a morning person. I do like to be up before the rest of the world. And no matter where you are, seeing that, that light come up over the horizon, come up over the mountain, come in between the buildings, you know, reflecting off the light, there's just something very powerful and, and truly energizing, I think, on a, you know, on a metaphysical level of seeing the day begin and knowing it's, it's like a, you know, the starter's pistol in a race. The gun goes off, it's time to go. The sun comes up, you know, go get it. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think that a lot of us, like, dream of, obviously, the ideal situation is the sand and the water and the waves but the sun is really the most powerful driver of our energy as humans you know i'm, I'm into all this like sciencey stuff um but i want to talk about that because one of the biggest barriers to people being productive or getting outside in the morning is feeling too tired or having trouble getting out of bed but i know that you and i especially you because you do this every day tend to feel even more energized after doing this even though you're waking up at four o'clock in the morning sometimes. So do you feel that these walks do give you that like burst of energy to start your day despite having to wake up early? Well, you know, walking is, is very low impact and most of us, you know, are able to do it and even at, at any level. And any any type of exertion, you know, creates that, that wonderful, you know, high of endorphins. And for me, there's the, the endorphin high, because when I do walk, I will try to walk at a brisk pace and try to get my heart rate up and, you know, get the breathing rate up. And that, that helps. So at the end of the walks, there's, there is a sense of satisfaction of completion. One of the other things that I do when I'm walking, um, as you found out this morning, I think you described me as a distracted puppy at the beach because I just randomly stop at times. I, I see something and I want to capture it in a picture. Uh, I walk with an iPhone, I think it's an iPhone 10, um, and, and take pictures. And sometimes um, there's they're nothing remarkable, and other times there are pictures that, that people have just really connected with. And that's the fun part of, of seeing what I see. You know, yesterday in walking, I found a, a rock that was partially covered by sand. You know, the, the receding tide had pulled the sand over it, and it formed almost a perfect heart. Um, and you see things that are within you. You're, it's, it's almost like in psychology, we would call it a projective test, you know, the Rorschach. You look at an inkblot, what do you see in the inkblot? Well, the whole world is really an inkblot, and your mindset and how you orient yourself for the day is what you're gonna see. If you are angry, frustrated, if you have negativity, that's what you're gonna see, that's what you're gonna attract, and that's what you're gonna be drawn to. If you begin the day 
in that positive mindset, if you have a goal that you're going after, that's what you're going to see. You're not going to see obstacles. You're going to see steps. So, you know, for me, getting up, getting out there, getting those first five or six miles done in the day, you know, feeling that accomplishment. And the other part that we, we talked a little bit about, and, and this is, you know, kind of the, to me, the kind of the cool, you know, unintended consequence of doing this. I moved into a town where I literally knew no one. And it was the, the fourth time in five years that I have done that. Um, the difference this time was I was moving to what I considered to be home, back here to New England, back here to the seacoast. And it took a couple of months um, of saying hi to people in the morning and making eye contact. And one morning, um, a woman and I, literally coming from different directions, stopped at the same point to catch the same picture. And I'm not sure which one of us spoke first. Who is this? This is Amy. Shout out, um, Amy. And I'm not sure which one of us spoke first. I'm going to give her credit because she probably did. And that began a conversation. And a couple of days later, we met again and had a longer conversation. And that was last year on Easter weekend. It's coming up on just about a one-year anniversary of this friendship. Well, Amy, I you know, kind of described her as the, the, the mayor of, of North Beach. And she has introduced me to dozens of people who have introduced me to other people. And they've become my, my morning beach walking family. And there are times, because I will work alone, there are times that I travel, that that morning walk, that morning interaction is my only physical interaction with people the entire day. So it, it became very important to me at different times, especially coming out of COVID and coming out of the six feet of distancing, coming out of the masking, coming out of this, this whole anti-personal you know, period we went through to reconnect with people. And I've met some wonderful people of all ages, of all backgrounds. And we have the one thing in common. We, we will be walking, and when that sun pops through that horizon, no matter what we're doing, we stop. We may take a video, may take a picture, and there's usually a couple of minutes of silence. It's, it's a very spiritual moment of connection between people. Um, and I'm telling you, if, if you do it once, it'll get you hooked. And if you're fortunate enough, like I am, to live on the East Coast and live near the ocean, just watching the sun come up out of the water... Um, there, there are no words to describe it. Uh, you know, if, if you're if you're connected with me, if you're friends, and you go through, and you know, I have way too many pictures posted, but I just can't never, help it. Never too many, Dad. Um, and in my apartment, you know, Julie came to visit at one point after I developed a number of them and framed them. Um, it, it looks like somebody sneezed sunrise pictures all <laughs> over my walls. Uh, but that's uh, that's my happy zone. That's my connection with the community. That's my connection with the universe. And I can't think of any better way to start a day. And even, even when the sun isn't there, even when we're having a storm, even when we're, we're having weather come through, there's just something about the energy of the beginning of light after dark that just propels me to go out and have a great day. Yeah. Wow. Dad, it turns out the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You're, you're quite a public speaker yourself. Um, there's a lot that you said there that... I really appreciated and one of the things is the fact that you really feel this sense of like the word for it is gratitude that you're feeling each morning you're noticing these different things around you there's a bird flying by you there's a person who says hello and it's these little things that we take for granted day to day but when you intentionally put your attention on that and notice it it makes you feel good and I I think of like this is kind of your version of my gratitude list where 
I do that each morning as a way to expose my mind and expose myself to positivity. But maybe sitting down and journaling isn't your thing, but if you can get outside, even if you're not at the beach, awesome if you are, but if you're not, there's a reason why we all love a sunrise and a sunset. Like when we see a pretty sunrise or sunset, any human being is gonna be like, wow, that's pretty cool. Naturally, as humans, we're gravitated towards light. Like, we're gravitated towards that sunshine. So it has such a powerful impact, and I think that it helps us be present, too. Like, you're somebody who you have a very busy life. You've been through a lot in life, like a lot of us have. And do you feel that taking these walks in the morning or just over the last year of doing these year plus, um, do you feel like they've helped you be more present and kind of, like, be more mindful you know, throughout your life? Well, certainly more intentional. Um, this really began when I moved here, you know, November 1st, the first, that first month I spent pretty much on the road all the time. It wasn't until the middle of December of, you know, 2020 that I was able to kind of begin to get into a routine. And it was actually New Year's Day, uh, 2021. I went down to the beach and thought I'd be there by myself, not realizing, you know, what goes on here. And that morning, there were a couple hundred people at what we call the main beach. And from what I understand, the north beach had even more. And what was really amazing, uh, we were all kind of off on our own. There were pockets of people, a few couples. But when the sun came up that morning, and I still have pictures, absolutely beautiful. But the sun came up, and there was spontaneous applause. You know, 6.30 in the morning on New Year's Day, and trust me, it was cold. It was about 20 degrees, wind chill about 10. <laughs> but people were cheering. And I think part of it was we were a year into the in the into the shutdown of the pandemic. And the and again, I call it the, the depersonalization. You know, we, we masked up. I mean, what is more personal than our face? We covered it up. We were told six feet apart. We were told don't be in a car. Don't go to a public place. Avoid, avoid, avoid. And I think at that point, people had really gotten, you know, filled, you know, decided, you know what, I can't live like this. I need connection. I need to be around people. I need to share moments. I need to share experiences. And that that shared experience on New Year's Day was just something that, you know, sparked in me. This is something I need to be a part of every day, even if it's by myself. Just me connecting with the water, connecting with the universe, connecting with the energy that is the ocean. Um, and even this morning, as Julie and I were walking, they... The waves were probably, what, three inches high? If that. If that. It was as calm as glass, which you rarely see in any ocean, let alone up here in the Northeast. But it was so incredibly calm, and that was just kind of a sign of, you know, it's good to be calm. It's good to be quiet. You don't always need to have the violence of a storm to, to see the power and the beauty. There's power in silence. There's power in calmness. Um, and today was a perfect example of it. Yeah, it definitely was. And... It's so cool that you do this pretty much every morning and you never are going to get tired of it because every sunrise, every morning, every experience is a little bit different, right? Yeah. I have a good friend who's become a good friend really just from social media postings. His name is Phil. Phil sends a drone up every morning uh, that the weather allows and takes pictures from two to 300 feet up. And we compare my pictures from the ground to his in the air. And um, as Phil has said, you know, all he's doing is taking pictures of God's canvas that, you know, there's a new creation every day. No two are the same. Last year in the summer when we had the wildfires out west and we had 
the air, the smoke particles, you know, in the air, the sun came up incredibly cherry red every morning because of the refraction of the light. We lost the oranges, we lost the yellows. It was just red for the first five or ten minutes every morning. Big red, you know, fireball. And, and that was unique. That was something you don't see here because we don't usually have that kind of air pollution out here on the East Coast, you know, along the coast. So really, really cool stuff. Every day is different. Every day is exciting. And as I said, even when the sun is not there, just the dawning of the new day as the, as the light surrounds you and becomes, you know, out of the darkness and into the light. Yeah. Wow. I'm really enjoying this conversation, Dad. Are you enjoying this? Always. <laughs> now, one more thing I want to just make a point on here is you keep coming back to this sense of community, not just with your close friends that you've met at the beach, but with just the other people passing by, you know, nodding to the runner or saying hello to the person with their dog and getting to know people day by day. And um, I want to make that point because I think a lot of us are almost a little bit apprehensive to jump into something like this because we think that we're the only one. Or I'm sure you've had people comment on your posts and be like, you're crazy, Jim, like for waking up at four o'clock in the morning and doing this. But it goes to show that for anything that makes you excited and happy and feel good, there's probably other people doing that same thing that you can connect with. So I just wanted to ask you, like, do you feel that if somebody is listening to this and wants to start chasing the sunrise themselves, what sort of encouragement would you give in terms of like finding like-minded people and sort of attracting that community? Well, it's, it's, it's very easy. Um, if you're feeling a passion, if you're emoting, you know, positivity and energy, you're going to attract that. What, what's very interesting is these, these walks in the morning, and sometimes, again, it's pitch black, people have headphones in, but as Julie mentioned, there's eye contact made, at, at, at least there's always a good morning, a hello. Now, I'm such in the habit of morning, sometimes I will you know, be traveling or I just will have a late night and not make it up in the morning and I'll go for a walk in the afternoon. And this is where I get some strange looks because when I greet people, I'm so, my muscle memory is to say, good morning. So it's three in the afternoon and I'm, <laughs> hey, good morning. But there, there is a, I have found that there is a difference that those of us who get up in the morning, there, there's almost a, um, there is a connection. People, everybody says good morning. Everybody says hello. Everybody makes contact. And when you do get a chance to share a moment that can begin a conversation, you create a relationship. When I'm down at the beach later in the day, I still enjoy it. Um, I still get there whenever I can. But there is a different, you know, sense of the people that are there. Uh, there's not that, that sense of connection. And I think part of it is, you know, those of us who, who do this in the morning, it's very intentional. And, and we do feel that energy, you know, coming in from the sun, coming in from the water, and we radiate it back out. And, you know, the law of attraction tells you that you're going to attract that which you focus on. So if you focus on positivity, you focus on passion, you focus on, you know, community, you want connections, they will find you. Um, I, I could go on for hours about examples of my life on this. Um, I've, I've found like-minded people. And, and I said to Julie one time when I, you know, she saw me post and it was like two degrees and, you know, and she did kind of hint a little bit that, you know, my sanity may be in question. And I just simply answered back, I am amongst my people. Yeah, you definitely are. You definitely are. And I'm very happy that you have found those people, found all these other sunrise chasers as, um, again, Amy gave you that term. And I just think it's so perfect. And 
that really inspired the the name of this conversation the name of this podcast episode is chasing the sunrise so i want to finish with kind of applying that to a more um, metaphorical sense of life right many of us go through stages or even each day we wake up and we want to start something new or we get this this feeling or this excitement almost this sense of nervousness of like i want to do this thing i want to start over but i don't know how to get started or i'm nervous to so chasing the sunrise what does that term mean to you and what advice would you give somebody who wants to chase that light chase that new beginning in life well what what pops into mind is that that saying that's probably centuries old you know the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and you know in chasing the sunrise i'm never going to catch the sunrise in this life um in my in my next phase perhaps i will but the the chasing of it, it it's in some ways a goal that will never be achieved but as we know it's never the destination it's always the journey that was beautiful this is awesome dad um now I know that you're a big fan of, you know, posting your pictures and sharing your pictures. So for any of my listeners out there who are curious and want to see your work now, I will say you guys have heard my dad speak and he's a very insightful man. Many people love seeing his posts, not just because of the beauty of the pictures, but also because of the words that you say. Um, Would you mind sharing whatever you're comfortable, either your Instagram or anything else of where people can potentially follow you and reach out to you? Okay, this is old guy stuff here. I'm not really sure of my Instagram. I believe it is uh, J.M. Burrell, last name B-U-R-R-I-L-L-N-H. Not terribly original, probably not secure at all, but then again, I am a like, guy in his late 50s, and that's what we do. So J.M. Burrell, N-H, on Instagram, and on Facebook, it's just... My name Jim Burrell, and if your friends are connected with Julie, you'll you'll see her, you know, tagged in, in a number of my posts. So sure, um, I I don't watermark don't watermark my photos. I've been told I probably should, but um, to me that would take the enjoyment out of it. Um, no judgment on those that do. There, I have friends here that are skilled beyond measure when it comes to taking these photos, and they should get all the credit and any of the profit they can from it. Um, for me, it's just you know, sharing the joy that I find. Uh, so if you see something, um, by all means, take it, use it, do what you want with it. Let me know, you know, get a little little pat on the back, you know, for, for finding something that you enjoyed. Uh, but by all means, if you find enjoyment in what I'm posting, I'd love to hear it. Or come on down to the beach one day and join me. That would be the best. Very true. Yeah, my dad's a fun guy to hang out with, guys. So if you're up here in the Northeast or if you're ever going to be taking a trip, definitely don't hesitate to reach out. Um, Dad, this was so much fun. Thanks for being my first guest on the live. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And I definitely want to have you back on again. Yeah, well, this reminds me of back when you were probably about eight or nine years old and you used to get up in the morning and go running with me before school. And, I, you know, I couldn't tell if people driving by us thought that I was I was punishing you for some <laughs> something you may have done. But we would go out and run, you know, mile and a half. And then we I think we made it up to three miles for a while. Um, and you were doing that at 6 in the morning before you went off to school for, for 7 o'clock, 7.30. So I, I kind of forced you into becoming somewhat of a morning person. I know it didn't completely take, but 
you have it in you. You just got to find it again. Yeah, it'll it'll come back. And it's funny. I do reflect on that sometimes, especially when I'm driving on that street. And I'm like, did that really happen? Because that sounds kind of crazy. But it did. And it was willing. It was willingness from me. It wasn't my dad forcing me by any means. But um, yeah, as you can see, you know, I'm very inspired by my dad. The apple does not fall far from the tree. And I just really appreciate you, you know, sharing your story, sharing your experience. And I'm sure the listeners are going to love this one. Well, again, come on down to the beach, Hampton Beach, the best kept secret on the East Coast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Goal Set Mindset Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with my dad and the wisdom he has to share. I am definitely going to become more intentional about experiencing some morning sunlight, and I hope that you will too. I would love to hear your thoughts on Chasing the Sunrise. You can reach me on Instagram or Facebook. The links are in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we will be back next week with another episode.